Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and the Insight calling. One last round of preview parties before we reach Liverpool. Coming up in the roundup this week, postcards, villages, and remixes. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome once more to our roundup of the news from the world of the Eurovision Song Contest over the last seven days. I'm Ewan Spence from ESC Insight. We do this every week. We also review the songs on our Jukebox Jury podcast with interviews, discussions, articles on the website, some stuff on social media, all of that, www.escinsight.com. And you can support us, patreon.com slash escinsight. Of course, those dates are getting closer. 9th and 11th of May for the semi-finals, 13th of May for the grand final. Those of you who are going to Liverpool will know that the rehearsals and the backup scores are always taken on the day before. So there's the 8th and the 10th of May for the semi-final rehearsals and the 12th of May, the Friday before the Saturday grand final for not just the rehearsals of the grand final, but also where the jury will cast 50% of the final vote. So if you've got tickets for the Friday night show, you're actually going to see the first leg of effectively the two legs that make up the Eurovision Song Contest. It's Liverpool Arena in Liverpool and the Albert Docks will be heading to there. If you've got tickets, great. If you haven't, ticketmaster.co.uk does all the returns and accommodation. Keep checking. You'll still get cancellations. You'll still get things uh, popping up as well. And as always, try and stay with the official websites and the big names if you can, just for a little bit more support and a little bit more confidence. Okay, so most artists are rehearsing. Some of them are at the preview parties as well. So we're still in that sort of quiet period. The stage is physically being built at uh, some point next week, uh, the lights will be all tested and there'll be tech rehearsals and sound checks uh, and everything going on. Lots of stuff to get everything ready. But we do have some more details about the televised shows with the BBC revealing who the interval acts for the two semi-finals will be. For that first semi-final, uh, the host Julia Senina, who is part of the band The Hard Kiss in Ukraine, is actually going to open up the show with her band singing the song Lighthouse. Uh, into the interval, Rita Ora is going to be delivering a show-stopping melody of some of her biggest hits and debuting her new single. Now, there were thoughts that she might have entered the process back in 2009 to sing for the United Kingdom at the Eurovision Song Contest, but that's about the only connection to the song contest. But remember that this is about music as well. And Rita Ora topped the most top 10 singles of a British female artist, very much defining a British sound to music. So it makes sense to have that in there. Ukrainian singer Alyosha and Liverpool's Rebecca Ferguson are also part of the Interval Act in semi-final one. They will be forming a reworked version of Duran Duran's Ordinary World, featuring the stories and the life, the particular focus on Ukraine over the last 12 months. Into semi-final two, uh, the interval acts there. We don't have anything about the opening yet, so we shall see. But the interval, a Ukrainian music melody of connections between generations, to, to basically where we've had Rita already the UK side of things in the first. We now have 
the Ukrainian side of things, Maria Yamachuk, uh, Ukraine singer in 2014. Rapper Otoy is going to be in there. Uh, Ukraine's junior Eurovision representative from last year, Zlata, also going to be in there. So a Basically that big look around the music scene there. Uh, there's also going to be a performance called Be Who You Want to Be, uh, which features three yet-to-be-named drag acts and dancers in high-end pop, which suggests that somewhere there's something called low-end pop, and if you know what that is, do let me know. There's no mention yet on who the grand final uh, is going to have a special guest stars, interval acts opening, anything of that, uh, but of course... Everybody is thinking that there are some certain Liverpudlian musicians that we would really, really expect to see. So presumably, fingers crossed out there if you're looking for a Eurovision dance remix of the Frog Chorus. Also part of the fabric of Eurovision are the postcards. Uh, the postcards this year uh, are featuring three different landmarks in each postcard. One in Ukraine, one in the United Kingdom, and one in the country of the performing act whose postcard is proceeding with their song. And it will connect various natural and architectural features. Outside of the arena, we have the Eurovision Village, that big open space where you can go to see lots of Eurovision acts, features, activities, and of course, see the live shows. The details are on Visit Liverpool's website of the sort of breakdown of the acts, everything that's going through. We're not going to list them all here, but we are. We do have the themes, so you get an idea. So Friday the 5th is obviously Welcome to Eurovision. It's called Welcome to Eurotopia. Saturday the 6th, uh, there's a little event down in London uh, called the uh, Royal Coronation. So that's going to be relayed onto the big screen in Liverpool and the that day is the Royalty Ball. Sunday is Festival, which is essentially uh, Children's Day. So CBBC acts are going up in there. Uh, Monday the 8th is a showcase of Ukrainian music. Tuesday the 9th is a night at the opera and also the screening of the first semi-final. Wednesday the 10th is United by Music, a mix of new and established artists. Thursday the 11th, uh, Jamala will be presenting Krim, her new album, as well as the live broadcast is semi-final too. Friday is Euro Eve, uh, where we're getting an all-female lineup on the main stage, including the last ever show of Charlotte Church's Late Night Pop Dungeon. As for Saturday the 13th, it's all Eurovision. Uh, that is the only night which is ticketed, by the way. Uh, those are now on sale as uh, we record this at about midday. So head over to ticketquarter.co.uk. First batch is already out, but I think they're releasing them in stages. Prices there are £15 flat fee. As always, go for the official sites. Resellers, second market tickets. Yeah, That's why we always recommend going to the official ones. Stepping back from that very slightly, uh, details on how voting will be conducted has been confirmed by the official website, televoting as per normal. Rest of the world is going to be through the application. You do have to register in advance on that one if you're outside any of the broadcast countries and will be using the app to vote. Um, in terms of the juries, now, juries are only going to be active in the grand final for a 50-50 vote. It's 100% televote for getting out the semi-finals, but the jury still votes, so there's a, a backup, a safety net, as it were. Uh, they'll be asked to vote in order on the composition and originality of a song, the quality of the performance, the vocal capacity of the performer, and the overall impression 
of the Act. If for whatever reason the televote fails in a country, then the country will have an aggregate televote calculated from four or five other countries that have a similar voting pattern. And if that fails, then the jury vote will be used instead at the semi-final stage. Or if it's grand final stage, presumably it would be the jury vote would get to double. If the jury vote fails for whatever reason, then the televote for that country will simply be doubled as well. A little splash of uh, colour from some of the countries, Poland and Romania. Uh, both Blanca's Solo and Theodore Andrei's DGT on and off have seen their Eurovision versions now released to the public. These were submitted back to the EBU in March, but there's no rule that says you have to send out the actual Eurovision version. Uh, so they're heading out presumably because the official album is heading out next week as well. But this weekend, you do have the official karaoke version of the album as well that is streaming. So if you want to sing along to your favourite Eurovision act from this year, year or you just want to have the backing track so you can take it to your local cosplay event there you go that's going to be out there uh what else uh norway are doing some some forward thinking there's a songwriting camp opening up there uh that's happened this week it was by invitation um and uh, saw a lot of the composers lyricists and songwriters who may be interested in submitting a song to norway's mgp national final next year to potentially be norway 2024's eurovision song so in like, you know, 13 months time, there's your forward planning. And uh, it shouldn't come as no surprise to those of you that there are a lot of fan polls out there. OGAE, the official fan club, have one of the biggest four countries have reported in on that. And no surprises. Uh, again, Sweden taking an early lead there with Lorenz Tattoo right at the top of the table. <laughs> Okay, so what do we have looking around? Well, obviously, Jukebox Jury continues. And, uh, yep, we have an extended version on the podcastradio.co.uk, 8pm every Saturday on your digital radios across the United Kingdom. Um, Also saying on digital, you have the BBC Sounds app. It's not a podcast, uh, but there's a bundle of Eurovision-related content that has went up there, some documentaries, some features, and also some DJ mixes, one of which I'm really proud to highlight is from Zoe London, big Eurovision fan, friend of the parish as well, and that one-hour dance mix she has of Eurovision music is perfect party material. you got to get into the BB Sounds uh, app or website to have a listen to that, but definitely recommended. Uh, broadcaster previews continue. We've already mentioned that Estonia and Germany have them. Iceland has started off theirs last week as well, and San Marino's Eurovision previews, um, not judged there, they just talk about the songs, that's also up. One of the other curious bits of videos uh, this week as well is up on the official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Eurovision, with a new cleaned up version of Gina G's Ooh Ah Just A Little Bit, courtesy of Norway's NRK. Um, I suspect because there hasn't been an official version of the live performance of the song, so get it on the official channel. There's going to be a lot of interest over the next couple of weeks. Two preview parties to go. They are both sold out, but expect to see uh, videos of the songs popping up on YouTube as well as lots of interviews with the artists from the Eurovision community. Amsterdam is on Saturday Night Eurovision in Concert London. Uh, is the final closing curtain on the preview party season on April the 16th, this Sunday. Uh, Right, uh, what else do we have? Just tension. 
Tension is the Eurovision Song Contest grows ever closer. Tension is more songs are reviewed on this uh, podcast over Jukebox Jury and on many of the other podcasts and video channels that are out there in the community. All looking forward to when the action starts in Liverpool. When it does, we will be here with daily coverage, keeping you up to date with everything that's going on. So until then, you out there stay safe, especially to all our friends that we know and are still to meet. Maybe we'll shake hands in Liverpool. Maybe we'll have a drink. Maybe we'll share a song. But we'll certainly all fall in love once more with the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm Ewan Spence. This is our end theme, which we welcome with some guitars. This ESC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence. You can find out more at www.escinsight.com. Support us at patreon.com slash ESC Insight. And thank you to the rest of the team for helping write the show. <laughs>